I've poured some wine and now I'm ready. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Theme Park Junkies podcast, one of, if not the hottest podcast known to the interwebs. I'm Rye. I'm joined by the mythical legend himself, the Chupacabra of podcasting, uh, Mr. J. How are you doing today? Well, as a Chupacabra would say, um, I'm not going to reveal that. It's a it's a mystery to you all. Everything okay. seems to be a mystery with you. It's always a mystery. But uh, one thing that's not mysterious is I have poured a delicious beverage. And uh, I'm ready to cast. Everything's peachy over here, I must say. Peaches and cream. It's a peachy day. Um, I just got back from lunch. And I went to a place called La Rue's. And what I got for lunch were pumpkin pancakes. Because I'm an adult finally an adult and i got my pumpkin pancakes did you have a side of chocolate chip pancakes i did not i had a side of um turkey bacon and it was disgusting hmm. yeah you should probably keep the bacon as pork bacon. yeah yeah hmm. or maybe chicken and, bacon. Uh, I don't know what i had wow that sounds like quite a uh, festival or a festive uh, breakfast for the season. Was that the idea? I'm so full that um, I had to change my pants into stretchy pants. Mm. So I could sit here and podcast and gain weight. Now, what kind of syrup do you use on pumpkin pancakes? Just the regular standard. Um, maple? Yep, just the mopple. It doesn't seem like that would go with pumpkin. You Maybe know, wrong. I probably won't order it again it's just like kind of tis the season to eat pumpkin i guess that's what i figured yeah do you get you're any pumpkin those, spice stuff at all you're one of those basic uh, fall people i am pumpkin uh, lattes and stuff oh god uh what was the question do you again? get any of that kind of stuff pumpkin lattes uh you know you know what i do like to get is booberry cereal mm. or uh franken what's the frankenstein frankenberry one? Frankenberry. Yeah. <laughs> I usually look for those during the Halloween season. And I actually did look for those when I was at the store yesterday, but I didn't see them. Hmm. So I went with the uh, Fruity Pebble and Cocoa Pebble combo instead. I think we're um, regressing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like adulting for a while, and now it's like. It's very weird. Most of my diet is 90% of it is very healthy and, uh, you know, no sugars, no bad foods. I try to eat clean, as they say. And then once in a while, I'll just start eating crap like that. <laughs> yeah. You got to. Um, but to answer you, no, you know, I think I've had like the. Uh, I've poured some wine, and now I'm ready. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Theme Park Junkies podcast, one of, if not the hottest podcast known to the interwebs. I'm Rye. I'm joined by the mythical legend himself, the Chupacabra of podcasting, uh, Mr. J. How are you doing today? Well, as a Chupacabra would say, um, I'm not going to reveal that. It's a, it's a mystery to you all. Everything okay. seems to be a mystery with you. It's always a mystery. But uh, one thing that's not mysterious is I have poured a delicious beverage. And uh, I'm ready to cast. Everything's peachy over here, I must say. Peaches and cream. It's a peachy day. Um, I just got back from lunch. And I went to a place called La Rue's. And what I got for lunch were pumpkin pancakes. Because I'm an adult. Finally mm. an adult. And I got my pumpkin pancakes. Did you have a side of chocolate chip pancakes? I did not. I had a side of um, turkey bacon, 
and it was disgusting. Hmm. Yeah, you should probably keep the bacon as pork. Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe chicken and, bacon. Uh, I don't know what I had. Wow, that sounds like quite a uh, festival or a festive <laughs> uh, breakfast for the season. Was that the idea? I'm so full that um, I had to change my pants into stretchy pants mm. so I could sit here and podcast and gain weight. Now, what kind of syrup do you use on pumpkin pancakes? Just the regular standard. Um, maple? Yep, just the mopple. It doesn't seem like that would go with pumpkin. Maybe you know, wrong. I probably won't order it again. It's just like kind of tis the season to eat pumpkin, I guess. That's what I figured. Yeah. Do you get you're any pumpkin those, spice stuff at all? You're one of those basic uh, fall people. I am. Pumpkin uh, lattes and stuff. Oh, God. Uh, what was the question Do you again? get any of that kind of stuff? Pumpkin lattes? Uh, you know you know what I do like to get is booberry cereal mm. or uh, Franken... What's the Frankenstein Frankenberry. One? Frankenberry. Yeah. <laughs> I usually look for those during the Halloween season. And I actually did look for those when I was at the store yesterday, but I didn't see them. Hmm. So I went with the uh, Fruity Pebble and Cocoa Pebble combo instead. I think we're um, regressing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like adulting for a while, and now it's like. It's very weird. Most of my diet is 90% of it is very healthy and, uh, you know, no sugars, no bad foods. I try to eat clean, as they say. And then once in a while, I'll just start eating crap like that. <laughs> yeah. You got to. Um, but to answer you, no, you know, I think I've had like the uh, pumpkin coffee thing from starbucks a couple times i've never i'm not a big fan of the pumpkin uh taste i like pumpkin seeds hmm. i have some of those right now those are quite tasty but i eat those year round yeah um the uh you know there's no actual pumpkin i believe in any of that starbucks stuff it's all exactly. just artificial uh, yumminess it's just like yeah uh, uh flavored sugar or something yeah yeah well shall we begin this little journey if we must a little different news theme there. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on for once in our life. I, I like that news theme. I'm shuffling my papers like a newscaster yeah. right now. I've got my checkbook out and just fanning myself. I'm shuffling in this heat. papers. You're writing a check. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm living in today's world. You have to write a check oh, and definitely. balance your checkbook, kids. You got to balance it manually. Yes. Oh wait, is this the end? No, it just keeps going. Okay, so I do have some news. There's a lot of news that actually kind of happened, including Disneyland, of course, raising their ticket prices once again. Well, wow. You stole one of my items, and I figured you might. Yeah. That's kind of a known one that's out there. So it's $15 more, it looks like it went up across the board. Something about like that. that. About that, yeah. Some yeah. are a little less. But did you see that they they introduced one lower tier? Yeah, what the heck is it? I guess just really slow days, which are probably far and few. I'd like to know when that time frame is. It doesn't specify on the article I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking for the uh, exact line that I read that. Of course, I don't see it now. But I, supposedly they did introduce one lower tier to where just on certain days... They've lowered the price, but everything else has gone up at least about 10 or 15 bucks. The yeah. price of the genie went up. Um, Genie's the last up, hike, yep. The last hike was uh, back in October of last year, I believe. And here they go, hiking it up again. The company has also introduced a cheaper tier zero that offers 
dollar daily tickets on the quietest days of the year. So that's all the info I see on that. I mean, what is that? I guess they're trying to do something to cheapen things. But, Maybe a uh, Jewish yeah, holiday? Probably, I don't know. Yeah, that's probably all Jewish holidays, which yeah. is like, what, three days a yeah, year? Yeah, it's like something. three that are actually looked upon, but yeah. Right. Uh, it's Disney's little slight <laughs> <laughs> to the, the Jewish folks. So that Genie Plus went up five bucks. The the um, the uh, hotel valet for staying at the hotel went up $15. It's now $65 a day to park at the hotel if you want valet. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, preferred ouch parking went effect. up $5. Yeah, it's, that's kind of, but yeah, we'll, we we'll, we're going to work on that ouch, but, yeah, but lots, that's just not, lots not of as that. Tim intense for some of these things we speak about we need like a ouch almost like a, like a gunshot toe or a gunshot yeah yeah so it was bound to happen i get. i think it's gonna happen every year i was gonna say it's probably the least shocking news we've ever talked about right i wasn't surprised when i saw this but i think uh, the most kinda... expensive is 176 was it so yeah like each tier is is you know it's a the ranges that i'm looking at here are uh you know, single park tickets now range from one hundred and four dollars to one hundred seventy nine. Seventy nine, okay. Yeah, up from one hundred four to one sixty four. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're starting at the same place, but they just can potentially be ten bucks higher depending on the day you go. I guess. So in three to five years, you're probably going on a busy day looking at two hundred bucks a ticket. Oh, it'll it'll cross two. Yeah, I mean, it might cross two in two years. Chupacabra keeps up yeah as the chupacabra would say wow that's awful yeah so uh that's some that's some bummer news but again not like any of us were surprised uh and i like the way that some of the articles spin it disney uh you know um raises prices showing that there is a demand <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, you know no they try kidding. to spin it in that way like anything to make it not sound negative yeah um which i just think is funny yeah it is but, funny uh, I don't know about the other parks. Have you heard about other parks? They're all going up. Or, uh, they're all going I mean, up. I'm sure they are. All the Disney stuff is going up. I haven't heard of right. anything non-Disney going up, but uh, I'm sure Universal is secretly, uh, you know, uh, increasing their Express Pass because they just do that on a whim whenever yeah. they want, you know, depending on the day. Eh, let's charge three hundred today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, more like just more Disney news of, of charging people. So the magic band is, is officially starting October 26th. That's in 10 California. days from now. Yep. In California, a magic band, uh, plus you need to get the plus will cost you anywhere from $30 for a plain Jane one, just a plain color one. Um, I believe mm-hmm. it's 30 and then 35, it looks like actually. And then it goes up to about, it can go up to 50 for like limited edition ones. And, but you're looking at probably 45 if you want one of your favorite characters or whatever. So what does the plus get you from the base? I'm glad you asked that. So um, you can't really use the base anymore. Uh, it sounds like they're kind of getting rid of the base anyways. <laughs> but what the plus does, at least this band, it's um, it's got the check-in at Lightning Lane entrances. So you don't have to take your phone out anymore. I will say that is nice. You just, But you ha- you do have to wear like a big watch on your hand right yeah but instead of taking out your phone you have to take on a new piece of uh you know a new item to wear it's a parable with your smartphone so that must be how it looks at your tickets and stuff links to your disney photo pass yeah all through bluetooth uh options to adjust led lights and haptic functions and gesture recognize recognize 
<laughs> I I will warn you. I I took a very fat shot before we started this. So. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. You are ill. I'm sorry, I'm ill. Uh, You're and Ill. then uh, you know what's funny? So there's a virtual bounties with Star Wars Batu bounty hunter experience that comes with this thing. I don't know what Batu. that means. Uh, theme park entry will be on there, and then it dazzles during special moments in select nighttime spectaculars. Um, hmm. so, I mean, the good thing is until there's a magic plus plus, this is all you need. Every time you go to Disney, you don't have to keep buying these, you know? Yeah. It's not a one-time use. So you take it home. And you, you take it, home. it again. You buy it for, you can buy it from the <laughs> Disney store online. Um, okay. so you can have it in advance and they have all tons of them. Like there's a Epcot 40th anniversary magic band. That's the one that's 55 bucks. Mm. Um, all the kind of character ones are 45. Um, I would probably, if I were to get one, I don't know. The, so the the plain ones are thirty five. So for ten bucks more, you get like, what is Either this? Either Epcot or a character. A character, yeah, more like Star Which Wars. Which characters do they have? They have so they have Spider Man, of course, mm -hmm. Jack Skellington, Mickey Mouse, Goofy, those kind of things. Bambi, I'm surprised Bambi made it. C3PO. Even more than that. Hmm. C three PO. How yeah. many are there? Oh, there's a lot. A lot. Would yeah. you say fifty? Plus. I'd say you, yeah, I'd say you're getting there. Yeah. Hmm. They have the big bad wolf. I don't see the big bad wolf. Um, I see figment. See, I knew though. I could find one. They don't have. You remember figment from Epcot? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, there. Like dragon guy. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a that's a rare one. I'm sure, like that people probably don't buy often. Which one would you get? Oh, man, I would probably get the Minnie Mouse one <laughs> or the Bambi. I What's more feminine than Minnie Mouse? Yeah. I would get Bambi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd probably honestly get the Jack Skellington one because it's black. Oh, so okay. It kind of goes with my attire. Again, you're being with your trendy friends. Yes. 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 <laughs> so, would you get one of these or would you just rely on your phone? No, I'd probably get one. I kind of, you know, I think it's, I don't know if I like the idea that they're kind of forcing it on you in a way, but um, I, from the video I've seen of how it's used in Florida, I think it's kind of a, kind of a cool thing yeah i don't know just the entrance just how you can uh you know just scan to enter and stuff like that i mean it actually seems kind of like a cool deal um i don't like that you have to pay for something else and all that but uh i'd rather get off my phone and i guess go to that yeah would be my opinion that's honestly why i am for this is because you don't have to take your phone out and you can be in the moment and yada yada let's be honest you're gonna have your phone out anyway yeah so maybe these aren't on good. their phone yeah. all the time <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know i never liked having to do stuff through the app and stuff like that i just think it's uh well it was necessary to do something like this i, I suppose, think it's all through the app though still it just syncs to your band once you're done. I guess you are still using the app to some degree, right? Yeah, I think you set yeah. it all up in the app. You have your reservations, and then it all shoots to this thing. Once I they think. once they work your, your their way into your phone, there's no getting out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got one more thing that's actually really interesting, if you ask me. Is um, in Florida only. They released these numbers in Florida of the theme parks. Uh, you know, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, uh, Universal Florida, Islands of Adventure. They listed the number of people that visited in 2021, mm -hmm. the attendance numbers. What do you think number one is? We'll start from the top. Out of all those Florida parks? Yeah, out of the big, the big ones, Disney and Universal. I'd say probably 
Epcot or Magic Kingdom? Um, well, you would be correct with uh, Magic Kingdom at uh, 12.6 million visitors. Yeah, that's what I figured. I was now, just going to say Magic. But... What do you think is number two? Is it uh, Epcot? No? Uh, no, it's not. they had their 40th. It's actually Universal's Islands of Adventure. Oh, wow. Can you believe okay. that? Almost 9.1 no. million. So that one's over the regular Universal Park. That's interesting. What do you think is number three? But not that surprising because uh, you know how I shared the original Universal Park kind of has an identity crisis. It does. You know that people yeah. are going there. Mm-hmm. Um, number three. Are you sticking with your Epcot? Epcot. Well, it's Universal it's Florida. There. It's Universal Florida. No kidding. 8.9, right. so almost 9 million. So, so that's saying that two of Universal Parks are beating out. Are outperforming Disney, which yeah. does surprise me. Yeah. yeah. And then huh. the next three, and this will surprise you, but... Well, you know you know what? They're mm, cheaper. <laughs> they are cheaper. They are cheaper. But this will surprise you too, I think, is number four is Hollywood Studios. Wow, that's and surprising. Th- you know what it is, though? Their Hollywood Studios has Star Wars Batu Land, yeah, yeah. Uh, Toy Story Land, and I have some other stuff. Oh, the new uh, Galaxy, Galaxy, what, I forgot what the name is. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't know if you remember what that ride is. But anyways, so that's, they've had, actually, you think about it, they've really redesigned that park and people have responded, but not enough to get over Universal, which is really Well, speaking of identity strange. crisis, that park kind of had a, a crisis for a while as well. Oh, yeah. Now they're getting in the Star Wars stuff. So, of course, there's a built-in fan base. Of course, it's going to flock to that. But wow, so Universal Florida is uh over mgm studios yeah and epcot and animal and kingdom epcot. i'm surprised I, I i feel like i i see so many so much social media from epcot and a lot of videos from epcot it's probably because you follow people who drink and epcot <laughs> is a great place to drink around the world well yes and no but uh yeah, I guess so. I, mean, I, I don't know. That's just surprising to me. I would think that the Disney parks would, would have more of a following, I guess, than the Universal. But, I think uh, Universal changed the game with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. little pothead well, came in and that's part changed of it. it. It's a, it's all that pothead's fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then after uh, Hollywood Studios, you have Epcot finally, 7.7 million. And then Disney's Animal Kingdom was 7.1 million. So they're on the bottom? Yeah, of the big ones. Then you also Which have that's like not Bush right. Gardens. I would think uh, Animal Kingdom should be up there a little higher. Yeah. Have you been there? Have you been to a... No. I mm. just like it. <laughs> yeah. You have reasons <laughs> to like I've it. Seen. There's definitely yeah. reasons, but it's also I, very I like the small. Idea of it. Yeah. Uh, right. And yet it's large because it got all the animal stuff, but it's just, there's, I don't know. Of the four, it's my least uh, visited. Yeah. Yeah. I need to, to see that park before I die someday. Oh, you better go quick. I know. <laughs> Death is knocking. Is ticking. Yeah. So that's all. Do you have any other news? News well, for the blues? You know, it's interesting that you brought up that. Um, we can kind of segue on that for the news item that I had. And uh, how I was going to intro it is I was going to say, you know, a, a park we don't talk nearly enough about, but I think it d- deserves some talk is Islands of Adventure. I, I love it. Yep. Right? It's a great park. Now, we have been there. Um, I believe it was 2017 the last time we were there. And uh, so we're long overdue because there's been some new attractions there, obviously, that uh, I really would like to go on that look definitely worth a trip. Uh, The Hagrid's ride Mm -hmm. looks amazing. Uh, You know, coaster slash uh, dark ride. 
uh, featuring animatronics. Uh, I don't know. It, it looks very impressive. And uh, that new Velocicoaster yes. looks pretty darn good as well. So both of those I, I'm dying to, to experience in person from the uh, Islands of Adventure Park. But one bit of news I discovered about that park, um, again, following up on some of the storm damage in, in uh, Florida that recently hit. Uh, it seems like all this, the theme parks survived for the most part with no you know, crazy damage, but I, I did find an interesting article. Uh, Universal ride shuts down indefinitely following the hurricane. Do you know which ride this is? At uh, Studios? At Islands. Islands? Uh, that would have to be um, Hagrid's. Incorrect. I meant to say that, uh, King Kong. I meant to say King Kong. You the wrong buzzer there. No, I only say and the right that's things. Another, that's another incorrect uh, guess. But, uh, well, let me ask you this. What, what's your favorite land? What's your favorite island at Islands of Adventure? Ooh. Uh, having not been to the new Harry Potter one, it's kind of hard to say that. But what's the Skull Island uh, area? Is it just Skull Island? Is that Well, is that the only <laughs> thing in that land, though? Because then I that doesn't... I think so. Um, Skull Island was that part of? Uh, now you're gonna make me research. Yeah, I'm gonna look up on the map. I, you know, I really like the rides in Marvel. Um, the really? Hulk That's ride is really good. Uh, the Spider-Man ride is fun. Um, as I look at these islands of adventures, so the Jurassic Park River Adventure is it the same as ours now? Did they? Uh, is it Jurassic World? It's very no, no, no. They did not do. They did not do a, a Jurassic World okay. overlay. It's okay. still Jurassic Park. And um, to answer you, it, it's about 85% the same as the original Jurassic Park ride we had. There is some differences. Mm -hmm. um, it does follow the basic same layout of it. A lot of the same features, still the same T-Rex ending. But uh, there's a couple little variations. Like instead of the car crashing down. Um, which was put out of commission a long time ago in ours anyway, but they, they never had that scene. Instead, instead, they have like a dinosaur cage that drops down above you, mm. supposedly with dinosaurs in it, and uh, a couple little changes like that. I kind of like the Florida version. I, I might like it better. So actually. I'm guessing the ride that actually broke down, I had to look at the map where that was affected. It has to be a water ride. I think too much water got into the area. Now you're getting warm. Yeah, so it's uh, probably... So did you find... The, the land we're calling is, though? It, it doesn't... I don't even know what land it is. It's... I don't know. Port of Entry? No. That's down there. That's not an island. No. I don't know. I see... I'm looking at it anyway. We'll there's Okay. So, there's that. it's just Skull Island. Yeah. It's just yeah, Skull it's just Island. Yeah, just Skull Island. Because then there's remember. Jurassic Park, and there's a list of stuff. Right. Marvel's Superhero Island. So, I guess Skull Island can't be my favorite, because it's just one ride. <laughs> Well, I'll say this. One of my favorites, favorite areas of this park that I can recall was the Toon Lagoon area. Yeah. I believe it was, which they have the Popeye and Bluto's uh, raft ride mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, what is it? Bil Bil Bilge Rat Barges or something like that. Yeah. It's a, a unique name. The Popeye and Bluto ride. It's like a rapids ride. And then they had a Dudley Do-Rights Ripsaw Falls, which is... Uh, kind of like a log flume slash coaster yeah. type hybrid ride, which I was impressed with both of those uh, for water rides. In that land, I just thought it was very well done. We had a blast in that land. There's an area where you can uh, go on Me Ship the Olive, <laughs> I believe, yeah. 
and uh, you know, take water cannons and spray people on the ride, which we had a great time doing while enjoying a beer. Anyway, on that note, um, there was some damages to Islands of Adventure. One damage from the hurricane was to the Jurassic Park ride um, on the outer wall of the, the show building, kind of right where the T-Rex scene is. There's basically a hole in the wall now. Mm. The outer wall, part of it was ripped off. The ride is is operating and up and running, so everything's fine, and it's in the process of being repaired. But I guess the hurricane did take a chunk out of the wall in Jurassic Park, and it's uh, like the Chubacabra, very mysterious. Universal hasn't really released any details on this uh, ride shutting down, but the ride that shut down um, is the Dudley Do-Right Ripsaw Falls, and they're saying indefinitely. So I don't know what happened to that ride, but they're not, I guess there's been people that have asked, is it, is it going to reopen? Is it not? And they haven't given concrete answers. Uh, I guess just as of late, as of the last few days, there's construction walls that have gone up that look semi, semi permanent outside of this ride and it's drained. So something happened to the, uh, Ripsaw Falls ride and, uh, hopefully it comes back. I'm curious as to what happened, but, uh, at this point. The, the details are foggy. It's closed indefinitely. Hmm. So I don't know. Popeye is up and running the other, the other water ride, but uh, I don't know. Any ideas? What could have happened? What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a tough Did one. Did you like that ride? Yes, I love. I actually, I liked it. I don't think there's a ride I dislike in that park. Right. I mean, they were all, it was a great park. Yeah. Except for, you know what, you know what the area I dislike was the Seuss area. <laughs> oh, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. That was a little kitty. It was like a yeah, kitty land. Silly. Yeah. Uh, that one ride that we went on that kind of took you above the park, you know, and you flew mm-hmm. around. Remember that one? That and was Seuss? a nice, yeah. And Seuss, that was nice to do after a long day. That was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're up high and it's and just, like, just like, it's relaxing. Just like a little kind of kitty coaster kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of uh, relax. Talks. But yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's currently closed as, and, and, and this is all just speculation. We don't even really know for sure that it was the hurricane, but it seemed to happen right after that. And it's just odd to me that they're not disclosing anything and they're saying they're using the term indefinitely. So mm. I don't know. Huh. I hope it comes back. I enjoyed that ride. I thought that was kind of unique. It was like, uh, I guess the a, a show that I never really watched, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Is it themed off of that? I believe. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Very old school, odd idea for a theming for a ride, but uh, no, that's universal you know. for you though. But at least hmm? that's universal for you, giving some weird well, yeah. themes of rides. But at least it's classic. Yeah, yeah it is. I'll it give is. it that. Um, I got one more piece of news that, and it only came up because you started talking about Florida. Uh, do you remember on City Walk in Florida the Chocolate Emporium? Yes. Yeah, we yes. didn't go they're, to it. They're but, you know. building one, I believe, in Hollywood too. Yeah, so it's where opening the old up. Hard Rock was. Yeah, the old Hard Rock Cafe. They're going to open it up uh, early 2023. So hmm. that's interesting, I guess. As long as a hurricane doesn't hit it or something. Right. Well, we'll just get an earthquake. They'll build yeah, it all up and then it'll right. crumble. <laughs> Looking forward Hopefully to that. They're earthquake proofing it. Yeah. Well. Good luck. But yeah. so that's all the news I got was uh, was that. Now, did we go in the Chocolate Emporium? I am trying. Uh, to, we I, walked into it, but we didn't because I, I was like interested to see what it was. It was just a restaurant. It's a restaurant. Um, it had moving chocolate stuff like in the background. Like yeah, it was, it was well themed. Yeah, like chocolate fondue or what do they I have there? Know. I'm not a real chocolate connoisseur, 
So unless I don't know. Unless it's cocoa pebbles, I yeah. don't have that much chocolate either. But. And that's just because it makes your milk chocolatey. <laughs> and then you have chocolate milk. It's great. True, true. A win-win. All right, let's transition to uh, the little segment of the day. That's a very uh, non-exciting <laughs> bumper for a segment. That's kind of like a downer. It kind of is a downer. Like, um, okay, let's go to the segment. This is like a better kind of. Uh, I guess least, that's a little better. At least you get a little, it's a little more joyful. Up. Yeah. So I. Do, I'm gonna tap dance to this in my room. Please do for the next uh, 30 minutes. I'm gonna play this. Tap dance. Tap dance. Tap dance. Um. So I uh, did some homework. And uh, that might be the best part of the song. So I'm going to talk today about the very first ever, ever, ever. Wait, I'm trying to find something I can't. Uh, Ever? Ever. The very first ever Not Scary Farm. Um, And it was not even called Not Scary Farm, as many of us know. What was Uh, it called? It was called Halloween Haunt. Yeah, let's still call it that. Well, yes and no. They kind of took away the name a little bit, but it was never Scary Farm. It just didn't exist. Uh, okay. They they called it Knott's Halloween Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, do you know, just quick trivia, what year, first year was? I mean, it's in yeah, the 70s. Yeah, 70s. Yeah. 71? Yeah, you're close. 73 was when it happened. Okay. Uh, basically, Mr. Knott, Walter Knott, was looking for an event for the down season because there's a definite down season back then. And a guy named uh, Champ Gabler and two of his associates went to the Knott's board at the time and proposed the idea for a Halloween party. And the board didn't like the idea and they rejected it. So not a good idea. Hmm. Um, But then Champ then went directly to Walt and he pitched the idea. And uh, there's a little clip that I'm going to play, actually. That's how much work I did. Ready? Here we go. Walter said he wanted to know what the idea was. What was it we wanted to do? Champ Gabler was speaking for Bill Hollingshead and the crew, and he told him, we'd like to have a big Halloween party. And Walter wanted to know what the situation was. Well, the family had voted negatively against it. And at about this point, they had reached a, a landmark within Knots, which is a, a bench that has two permanent figures on each end. Walt sat down in the uh, in between the two figures and took a, a moment and looked around, looked at Ghost Town and said, uh, I want a party. I want to see it here. Walter said he wanted so, to So, yeah, and then it replays. I don't know why. But so... I want a party. He wants a party. And you know what bench he's talking about, right? With the oh, two figures. It's got to be those cowboys, right? Or yeah. one of the many uh, benches around the park. I think the cowboys were the original. Isn't that crazy? Oh, and man. they have names, but I forget their names. All that clip make, made me want to do was like own a theme park. <laughs> so well, I could sit there and say, yeah, I want, the, I want to do that. Uh, well, it, what's interesting to me is I wonder what that conversation was that was... What was their train of thought to where they originally rejected the idea? So, okay. So from what I read, they rejected it because they didn't like what uh, image it would project, per- portray of Knott's Berry Farm. That's what I was imagining, um, like thinking yeah. that it would get too scary or something like that. Or that too it, hokey it too, I think. Or that, maybe yeah. too cheesy. 
Because, I mean, what? yeah, I mean, that was traditionally a downtime, I guess. But obviously, at this point, this has created all the parks do this. This is a whole new season. This is like another high point uh, for the for the park season. Yeah. So what an innovative uh, idea at the time. Little did they know. Little um, did they know. But, yeah, interesting. I, I just am curious. I'd like to be a fly on the wall in those conversations to know what their original, uh, you know, uh, rejection to it was yeah. that would be interesting kookaburra uh so it seems perfect i mean it's they got a ghost town already and, and especially uh, if there's nothing going on right so why not do something in the park right. it's obviously the halloween season it seems like seems like a no-brainer at this point yeah. obviously it, it was successful but uh very interesting so they had less than six weeks for the very first halloween haunt to uh get going and the way that they got the props is they uh went to local drugstores around the area and they bought a bunch of junk. They also went to Hollywood and rented props for the actual rides that they were going to dress up. Hmm. Um, the haunt ran for only three nights, October 26th to the 28th, Friday through Sunday. Wow. Isn't that Look crazy? That's expanded. The uh, monsters in the scare zones, there weren't many, and they were actually employees of the park. These were not mm -hmm. scare actors that they you know, kind of hired. Um, right. A lot of them were from the stunt shows. That they had there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it was six hours long and it cost $4 in advance hmm. or $4.75 at the door. And this Why event, can't we have a throwback to that? Oh my let's, gosh. Let's pay, let's pay original opening day prices. It's like when Spaghetti Factory had a, a throwback on prices and it was like a dollar for spaghetti. Yeah, I mean, there you go. You know the the crowd would surge. <laughs> yeah. So the event did sell out all nights except for Sunday night that first year. Uh, here are some of the attractions, which I thought these are actually all the attractions. So um, they had they rethemed the rides. The rides, the uh, Calico Mine Ride, was the Ghostway Express. Hmm. And on the first night, they had one scare actor in it, and it mm -hmm. worked so well that people were so scared. The next night, they put them all throughout the ride. Yeah, I bet. Um, the Timber Mountain Log Ride also had scare actors, and they had, and it was called Satan's Sawmill. Hmm. Not Santa's, uh, Santa Claus. Close to it, though. Yeah. Interesting. Um, they had one maze, one maze only, and it was at the Haunted Shack. And it was, a, a guide would lead you through the ha Haunted Shack. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is it had uh, uh, Universal Monsters through it. Uh, the Mummy, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula, mm. and that's who would scare you. Um, the next year, though, in 1974, the monster maze no longer had a guide, so you walked through alone. So it finally kind of became its own little walkthrough after that. Mm -hmm. um, scare Zone was only Ghost Town. Uh, and like I said, the stunt show actors were the monsters. And they mm -hmm. had, uh, again, all universal monsters in Ghost Town. Although, you know, it's not really universal monsters. Wolfman Those are just anything. kind of, yeah. They're just kind of the monsters. Yeah. But when you say Wolfman, you think universal, you know. Yeah. You I mean, they, Universal did originate them, but they're, they're universal, pun so, intended. Here's the entertainment. And maybe we wouldn't want to go back, to be honest, because for $4.75, I, I think I'd rather pay full price and get like all the mazes we get and stuff. Well, yeah, but just it would be amazing to see that what the first version of this was. Yeah. So, just to see it. In the uh, Calico Saloon, they had a guy dressed up as the Phantom of the Opera, and he mm -hmm. would play the uh, piano in there. That's a cool idea. Why yeah. don't they still do that? <laughs> that is a good idea. 
Especially when you're getting drinks and stuff. It'd be so exactly. cool to have some entertainment going on. They had that stage open last time and just nobody was doing anything. Why not have the Phantom there uh, on the Ivories? Yep. Tales of Rock Horror featuring Hello People, whoever that is, is basically a rock band. That mm. was in the Wagon Camp. I don't know. Okay. I think I know where that is, actually. Yeah, it's pretty, a lot of it's been removed, I believe. Yeah. Uh, spooktacular Fireworks for those three nights. They had okay. a dunking of sea monsters in Ghost Town. So I think it was a dunk tank, which is really mm, kind of funny. I like that. Yeah. Now, so what does that mean? You're you're on the dunk tank, and if you get dunked, you're in there with a sea monster? I think you throw a ball, and you try and knock the sea monster in. That's Oh, the sea monster is getting dunked. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> they had Hilda, the Halloween haunt spook witch. And she was at the main gate, and she greeted all the guests as you came in. Uh, Sounds she, like a... Uh, precursor to elvira <laughs> well she was there till 1978 and she's kind of known as the green witch so i think that might mm. be yeah how we uh like from wizard of oz that green witch no from knots you know the green oh, witch and okay. uh what's what's the maze called calico and uh, the, the origins origins yeah i think she's part of that origin i think that's kind of where that came from maybe i don't know um the main attraction was this guy named seymour the monster of mac Macrabee. Um, Seymour butts kind of so he was in the uh in the theater the big theater and uh sinister Seymour was his uh name really that's what he went by and he was a television horror host on KTLA he did uh Seymour's monster rally and basically you know, I've heard of this yeah, yeah I actually have seen a clips of this just because I'm into mm-hmm. horror stuff but um he died way before we had a chance to really see it but so the show was uh basically kind of critical of B-rated horror movies, you know? That's what his uh-huh. show was, uh, very similar to what they do on... Um, Shudder has a show called... Uh, what's it uh, What's it called? The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs, I think is his name. So I think that's where he probably got... Joe got this... I think they call him like Big Bob or something, or Joe Bob. Joe Bob. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, so Billy Sinister Bob. Seymour uh, was the big thing, and he, he ended up dying a few years later um to stomach cancer but he he was really one of the big reasons people went to scary or halloween haunt um, i seem to remember that I, I remember there being some history with with him he was sort of like a uh oh i don't know a a big bopper type of thing of the the horror and uh sort of like a early tales from the crypt type of thing mm, almost, right yeah yeah kind of that host right uh, and trying to be funny and make fun of movies right. and yada yada. Wolfman Jack type of thing. Yeah. Something so, like that. So they had photo ops, kids costume contests, that kind of stuff. Um, that went on for a few years. Uh, it sounds like, I mean, that's all That's all Halloween Haunt was the first year. Right. Well, I mean, you know, uh, wow. I mean, at the time, that was probably like a, a big deal. Like, what a change. Uh, they've redone two whole attractions, and they have a scare zone. And, uh, you know, coming from never doing anything from Halloween, I mean, that's that's the blueprint right there. They took that, and they ran with it. Yeah. Um, so after Very that, interesting. in 1977 was the first year of The Hanging. Okay. Kind of sounds like 77 wow. was the year, I believe it was 77, could have been 76. It's weird. When you look online, some things have two dates and you're like, well. Yeah. Uh, but so the real scary farm sounds like it started in 77-ish uh, when Knott's finally stopped using employees as scare actors and went mm-hmm. to just hiring a ton of scare actors. Um, it's quoted on when I was looking at some article that the turnover rate was so bad 
because the job is so hard to do that they had to incentive incentive ugh, the incentive for the actors was if you stayed an entire season you received a t-shirt hmm. and that worked <laughs> wow yeah. what an in, incentive and the t-shirt read i met the challenge and it kicked my ass and it had a very <laughs> tired scare actor on it Oh, geez. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you have a full-time job there as a stunt guy or whatever, and you're doing your full-time job, and then you have to add on scare actor for the, for the haunt in addition to that, that is taxing, I would imagine. Yeah. So also- I don't know if they were doing those knee slides and all that hardcore stuff back then, but- uh, No, I don't think so. Probably Um, not. 1977 also had the first new maze that was built from the ground up for Scary Farm. So they no, built this for Scary Farm. It's called the Ten Chilling Chambers. And mm. uh, I, I wish we just could have gone through it once. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it just changed the game of how the mazes were now run, not just at Knott's, but how other people would start building them at other parks. Um, so this maze had like everything that you can think of in each 10 separate chambers, where I mean, one's like with mirrors and one's, one of those platforms that you walk through with the spinning circle and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So this, this like is the originator. That maze is the originator of all mazes. Yeah. Cause knots was the OG for the, the haunt sort of makeover thing. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yep. And so, yeah, that, that would be cool. Now there's no video footage of that maze anywhere. There and is. It's real rough. I'm sure it's very rough. Yeah. Uh, that 19, would be interesting to see. 1977, uh, they also expanded it to five nights. This was the first time. They raised the prices. Like, this is this was, Knott's was now saying, we are going to be a haunted park in October. Yeah, yeah. They, they owned it. Yep. And, uh, and that's basically it as far as the OG haunt. Um, well, that deserves a round of applause. You know what you could say, though, too, is about the OG haunt, though, is... Without this, without them doing that, do you think that we would even have what we have today? Or do you I think I was just gonna, yeah, you know? I was about to say the same thing. I, you know, I don't think, honestly, no. I mean, somebody had to uh, take that chance and uh, do it for the first time and show how it's done and how it can be lucrative and how it can function. And uh, who's to say, um, you know, had they not taken that chance? Uh, who knows if the, the bigger corporate theme parks would have done anything other yeah. than, uh, you know, put up some Rite Aid decorations. Yep. The only scare zone that has ever stayed is uh, is Ghost Town. You know, they keep changing well, throughout the years. that's basically a permanent scare zone. Thank goodness. In a way. Thank yeah. goodness. If Disney that's ran it, they would have changed it to like the Avengers oh, scare yeah. zone. Or it, would be, it would be the, <laughs> exactly. It'd be something Marvel. Yeah. It would have been made over 10 times. Yeah, which uh, breaks my heart. That's why uh, there's something to be said about Knotts maintaining their history. I think that's one of their strong points, and they understand that. Yeah, absolutely. And not, and not all parks do. So not all parks do. Well, that's a very interesting segment. Uh, I really didn't know that. So it's from '73 through '76. It was a very minuscule thing, and then it sounds like they really stepped it up. Yeah, uh, kind of more what we see today, but obviously it's grown ever since. It sounded like too. So in like seventy six or seventy seven, the scare zones were not as scary. Um, and what I was reading was one of the guys, like one of the lead designers, dressed up as a monster, and was really scaring people running around the park. 
<laughs> and uh, the executives saw this and were actually laughing at people's reactions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think they just went nuts with scare actors. They're like, this yeah. is going to work. We have something so unique yeah. now. And that was probably kind of pushing the envelope at the time to where they didn't know if, you know, if you're really freaking people out, if that would be a negative thing, you know, or if people would take it well. Um, and I would people imagine. get freaked out? Would they even, you know, would they look at you right. and laugh or? You know, I can imagine the, the, the management of knots being concerned about complaints or something like that had that, you know, because that had never been done at the time. And uh, so that's, that's very interesting. And obviously people enjoyed it and the theme park embraced it. Yeah. And it's gone nuts ever since. Yeah. I can, uh, I could tell you, uh, my liar cousin said he went to the first one, but, uh, <laughs> in 89. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. I was like, really? He went to the first one ever and then looked it up. Right. And, what a liar. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. I'll never forget when, uh, just to dive into some knots memories very briefly. I remember when you'd have to buy the tickets through Ticketmaster, mm. and you'd have the actual ticket Ticketmaster ticket with the $25 upcharge or whatever they did, still do. Um, and uh, we had gone, this is back in the 90s, this is probably 95 or 96, and uh, we were going to Knott's, and uh, I realized, wow, I bought a ticket, but I didn't bring it. I left it in your house. You sure <laughs> did. room bed. And uh, I believe your mom or dad came to the rescue and met us at some gas station and brought the ticket and we ended up going but uh yeah i really failed on that one yeah they bailed us out i think we finished eating dinner at the pizza cookery and we drove to a gas station where they met us because they were kind enough to at least i remembered at that point we didn't actually make it to buena park yet yeah we were in like agora and I think they met us there and brought my ticket. You know what, uh, too? That was kind of like before credit cards, per se. Right. So I don't even know if we ha- would have had cash to get a ticket there. Well, I think credit cards were around. It was definitely before. But like, did you oh, have, have one? I have we the ticket in my email on my phone. I mean, this is definitely in the time of uh, you needed that paper ticket to get uh, in. And uh, I stupidly left it on your bed. I don't know. Yeah. Moronic. I don't even think I was high or drunk or anything. No, I, I think we were young. Was. I, think I think we were, we're young. just young and dumb. Yeah, young and dumb. <laughs> so the hanging, I think, did begin in 76. And then 1977 okay. is when all the, the craziness. And that's still going started. on today, that hanging show, right? No, no, they stopped, it. They, they stopped it. they stopped it? Uh, a lot of people think it's due to the woke society of oh, not wanting to right. offend people. Because they were always making fun of pop culture and stuff. Yeah, and they, and they teetered the line of race and making fun of... St- yeah, everyone just every like south terrible. park it was south park right south park at, at knots i wish we could get a sense of humor back in the country but it's uh, not it's funny just that's just me yeah um i was actually gonna go to knots uh over the weekend but um someone got you sick failed. someone got sick so yeah, i was was, you, was it you it wasn't me but uh oh. but then uh you know my parents were like real old and they're like ah we better we better do this in another time. And I was like, okay, well, well another time. You know, I think what we better do, and I don't know if you agree or not, but we better get our regular knots passes and we could just go and you can get your shirt before it ends. So um no one from my work well actually one person she's a nice, nice lady. She's gonna be on the show very soon. But anyway, so um 
I don't have anything on my I calendar. To that. I, I object to that. That's fine. You won't be on that day. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I on the twenty sixth. Uh, no, not the twenty sixth. The nineteenth. It's a Wednesday. I have nothing on my calendar at work right now. Mm. I am actually thinking about taking the day off, going down there, getting my shirt that I want, and then um, just going through the park, have a few beers, and go home. And you're gonna buy the the, the pass that day. You're I thinking? will. Yeah, it's yeah. cheap. It's it's a yeah. great priced pass. It's definitely worth it, and it gives yeah. you all, all you gotta do is go twice all the visits to the end of this year and next year and twenty twenty two yeah twenty three yeah the no blackouts twenty two <laughs> and twenty three yeah wow so um I don't know yeah I, I I definitely say it's worth it I don't know if I can go on a Wednesday Wednesday well but, you should uh, just do it and just you know you, I'll probably just do it if you have just diarrhea cause... you have diarrhea you cannot work. <laughs> Uh, diarrhea is is a monster. You, you can know, kill the does. Amtrak. Uh, <laughs> Although the ba- the bathrooms in Amtrak are typically typically closed, so, uh, <laughs> they are. <laughs> I might have a Maybe problem. That's why? Kind of yeah. similar to what we encountered on Amtrak uh, this last time when a man had a problem in his pants and we had to move. Remember that? Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> that's too gross for this podcast. It's too this gross. is a family show. But the truth is gross. Yeah. Yeah, nature so, is gross. That's about it. That's all I got for you. Well, I must say that was a great segment. It, it was interesting. You taught me some things I really didn't know, and I, I like your clip that you found there, um, which is uh, who was that again speaking? Uh, that Walter? was you know no no I think that was like some historian to be honest or someone who worked for them at the time. Um, interesting that two of the theme park mecca geniuses in Southern California are both named Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think they'd both be rolling in their grave at this point as to what's going on with their parks? You know, Walt, I think Walt would be, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Disney would be at some of the, some of the things going on. Maybe some of the things, um, but it's a, it's such a corporation now. He probably wouldn't even own any of it. You know what I mean? If somehow he was alive, he probably would have no stake in it. He probably would have sold out by now. Yeah, Yeah. It's too much money and it's probably too much work, you know? Right. Right. I don't know. I often think about that. Like, what would Disney, th- what, what, what would Mr. Disney think of the woke culture? <laughs> like, what would he think you know? about making a reservation to his park? That's a really exactly. weird one. Exactly. Like, you can't buy a season it. pass and just go, even the unlimited days. Yeah. Because, you, you know, the origin. Reservations. Right. And the origin of Disneyland was, uh, I'm sure you're aware of this story. He would take his daughters to the local park. Where near where he lived, he he uh, you know only had his daughters on the weekend, I believe, and they were looking for something to do as a family. So he'd take them to the um, the carousel in the park, and uh, I guess you know this as the story goes, it was kind of uh, deteriorating or whatever. And he wanted a place where he could take his daughters that was clean and family appropriate with attractions that the whole family could enjoy. Hence yeah. the genesis of Disneyland. Now. Would Mr. Disney, would that dream, uh, would, would he be in line with what's going on with Disney? Is it staying true to that dream? I don't know. I wonder what he would what he would think. Maybe we need to unfreeze him mm-hmm. someday in the future, and uh, we will get to the bottom of this. I'd like to know. He is actually frozen. Right. <laughs> I, went to, um, I went to the studios, and down in the b- basement, in the cellar, there's a sign that mm-hmm. says Disney's body this way. Really? I'm, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, well, but I, I don't know. I've I heard think that it's a joke years. sign. 
yeah i'm sure it's a joke i'm sure it's a joke (laughs) but uh yeah yeah, there is a sign down there it's very interesting well his apartment is still there with the light on above the firehouse and they keep that that alive and everybody says they see his ghost here and there in disneyland and Mm. uh so i don't know i don't know very strange but sometimes i do think of what what Walt, Mr. Disney would think of what's going on with the park nowadays. Yeah, what, what's even crazy when you think about it is you can now go into his apartment if you, if you pay enough. Yeah, if you get a certain <laughs> kind of pass, right? Yeah, you think he's he's liking that? I don't know. I don't know. Come see where know. I lived for a fee. Exactly. Right, right. But, uh, you know, yeah. what are you going to do with all these people? You have to charge what they charge. I, I, you know, I see both sides of it in a way. Could you imagine if Disney was, like, actually affordable? It would, it would be at capacity mm. daily. Oh, I know. You know? That's true. Yeah. It would be yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It would be, it would be, well, it just not everybody would get in. It would be just like a bunch of disappointed people right. outside every day. Like, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. People would line up at like five in the morning to get in. Yeah, it'd be one of those type of deals. It'd be yeah. like when the new iPhone comes out or whatever, but it would be every day. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> it's all craziness. I think it's uh, one thing that's always been kind of sad to me is is the Haunted Mansion was always kind of Mr. Disney's baby, and they had worked on that for many years. And uh, it was in the process, you know, coming close to, I believe the, the exterior of it was already built when Disney was alive. And they were, you know, tossing around ideas, but he never got to see the final uh, attraction. He never got to give the final say on the attraction. I think the, the folks that worked on it, did it in the spirit of what he would want as much as possible. But uh, it is a shame he never got to see the final Haunted Mansion. He was so close. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And it's probably, I mean, the best ride ever made. Probably. And at least they have the sense to know that, uh, well, at least so far, like, don't mess with that. Oh, they're going to mess with it. (laughs) I know. I know they are. I I even hesitate to say that because I know I'm just jinxing everything right now by saying it but to this day i mean they really haven't they've changed little things but it's been still in the spirit of the haunted mansion like they understand that there's a, a following there and appreciation for the original attraction not uh, for I long hope, my friend they don't make it into a uh, just don't make it into a marble ride they Come won't on. they won't but they, so we were recently at the uh, theme park outside of it and at the hotel and they had these beautiful haunted mansion like kind of decals everywhere and really gearing up i think to promote next year's movie and yeah. with that said when you do that uh, if this movie is successful and makes a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of payday for them, yeah, you bet that they will add some yeah. certain things. It, it, That's what just, it's going to be based on. Yeah, is the performance of this movie. If this movie bombs, I, I guarantee they won't change anything. But yeah. and then people will be good. outraged. People will be now, outraged. Oh yeah, yeah. But there people will, will also love it, and that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I'll be on the outrage side. Yeah. But, uh, now, what did the new Jungle Cruise movie do? I don't think it did well. I think it and did Crapola. Obviously, they've changed stick. things in Jungle Cruise over the years, but uh, I don't think they're doing anything in, in regard to the most recent movie no. with the best actor in the world, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I have posters up all over my room of him. I'm looking at him right now, actually. I mean, when is he going to win an Academy Award? When well, will he win one? I'm not watching until he's nominated. Uh, it, it's a it's it, 
Hollywood's bias, you know, it's, it's prejudice. They're, uh, you know, he's so talented. They do, they just won't give in to his talent because there's, it's yeah. just, it's overwhelming. Well, I sure he's, wish he's the best uh, actor in Hollywood. I wish Will Smith would have tried to slap him and see what happens. Because <laughs> he would lay the smack of the down on that stupid mofo. I, I don't think Will would let last long with no. uh, Dwayne. No. But uh, anyway, yeah. Um, well, this, this podcast has taken some weird turns. <laughs> they all do. They all do. Now, here's my last thing I got to say. Think about Wednesday. Think about your tummy problems. Think about mm. it all. because Is it uh, this Wednesday that you're going? I think it's like my only day where I'm just clear on my calendar because it's all reserved yeah. for something that i think See, that's a is problem going to i'm never clear on my calendar but yeah you know that's what diarrhea does it clears that's, up your calendar oh yeah i mean you know if you if you had a burrito for lunch you may not be back in the office for you know the rest of the day so uh, i just tried to do that you know, like you know that fart sound with the two putting yeah. your palms on your face well, it's hard to, to do, do with it. headphones but it failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you can't do it with headphones. Yeah, you see, you sound about the same as me. There you go. That's, That's much better. Now see, we've gotten into a to, whole new level of podcasting. We're reaching a new low. We're reaching uh, Howard Stern 1989 levels uh, here. Yes. The but um, uh, yeah, since we don't have like the technology of having more than two sound effects, we have to resort to yeah. making fart sounds with our body. <laughs> and what a breathtaking uh, bumper. You know, if I play something to get us out of here, will you think about Wednesday? I'll always think. I'll always think. All right. Well, this is this is for you and this may make you want to uh want to uh, come on Wednesday. All right. Play. Oh, wow. And the dog bark at the end. Now, that's great. That's great. All right. The only thing I can take from that is what What do you think? I'm a freaking kid here? What? What I am think I? You need a to clown? Go. Am I a kid? Am I a clown? What's your problem? Everyone listening, let's show up on Wednesday. Let's do a weird, wacky Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday? Yep. Everybody ditch work. Remember, like, senior ditch day or whatever? Yeah. It'll be just wacky Wednesday. Yeah, All wacky ditch, ditch Wednesday. Well, if anyone's listening and they want to ditch, we might be there on Wednesday. We might not. It's a gamble. Life's a gamble. Well, you know, what are you going to say? Um, but here we are, the Theme Park Junkies, calling it a day on another episode. It's been a weird one, but aren't they all? And I uh, hope our audience is doing well. Please follow us on Park Junkies 1. Please comment. Please rate. Su subscribe. Excuse me. Uh, you know, do whatever you can to support us. We're on a week-by-week -week basis. We might quit. We might not. If you want us to stay around, show us that, okay? I'll be very frank and just say it that way. If you want us to go away, don't do anything. We might go away. <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> anyway, on that note, I'll end with a quote. Do something a little different. I'm going to end with a movie quote, and uh, hopefully you all know this, this quote. Your future is what you make it. So make it a good one. <laughs>
And on that positive note, my name is Jay. For Ryan, we are the Theme Park Junkies. Saying...